Welcome to the Sure Do Love You podcast, where we strive to tackle hard family conversations, embrace the weird, destigmatize mental illness, discuss life in Utah, move through grief, quote movies, and laugh until our sides hurt. I'm Lonnie. I'm Tracy. I'm Shawnee. And I'm Jason. Welcome to the family. Sure Do Love You. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Sure Do Love You podcast. Hey. Hey. Yo. We are excited that you're here with us. We have a very special guest with so us special. today. It is our youngest brother who is not so little, our brother Jason. Say Jason. hi. Howdy, y'all. Jason is here with us for the first time, and we want to get to know Jason. So, Jason, tell us a little bit about you. Um, I am the youngest, but I am taller than everybody else. Uh, I am. How tall are you? I am six foot four. Woo! <laughs> um, <clears throat> Legs <see>. for days <laughs> and hair for days. True. Long, long uh, I am twenty three. Uh, I play music, which is weird because we're all younger than him, but he's the youngest. So, because we're <laughs> all younger, younger than, than twenty three. I'm not a day over twenty five. Oh. Yeah. I feel every single minute of my life. <laughs> I feel very old today. <laughs> Uh, let's see, yeah, I play music, I just got engaged to, to Kark. Kark! That's what we're gonna, that's what we're gonna... We love Kark. Kark is is the best. Terrible code name. (laughs) Yeah, terrible. Um, I'm a Leo, because apparently everyone wants to know about that, even though I think it's malarkey. What? I really thought you would be a believer in that. You're not either? No. High five, brother. (laughs) Okay, so what are some of the attributes of a Leo, though? I I don't know. I always feel like it's the showboaty center of attention, look at me person. But I don't. I'm rather introverted. I would think. You think you're introverted? Yeah. I think he's an extrovert, but or no, an introvert. He's an outgoing introvert. Yeah, that I would rather ne- not thing. ever leave. <laughs> yes, it is an ambivert. <laughs> that's a thing. That's not a thing. It is. Says who? I will Google that, but I, I think that's I, a bunch of bull. Well, oh, but you believe in star signs, but you don't believe in that? I don't believe in star signs. <laughs> um, We're already fighting. <laughs> that's how this goes, usually. Um, I am not that interesting. I play video games a lot. I collect little plastic miniatures for tabletop war games. <laughs> um, <laughs> somehow I have a fiancé that accepts me. <laughs> Uh, tell us about, you said you play music. What do you do? I play guitar, uh, in, uh, for lack of a better term, death metal band, um, most of the time. Uh, but I've played music since I was little. Um, one thing I wanted to bring up with you guys is you guys all said that I didn't play piano in the last podcast, but I do. No, no, no. No, we said Jenny doesn't play piano. Right, but you guys never mentioned it. But it's true. We did say all the girls play piano, but Jason plays a wicked, um, da, 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 so he, I, he can play I, a couple songs. I fought tooth and nail. I know I like I can play piano, but I don't play piano because it's not my favorite. Um, I wanted to play guitar, but mom said that I couldn't play. I couldn't learn how to play guitar until I learned a song in the hymn book, and I didn't want to. <laughs> <laughs> Please then, tell the story of your ACDC shirt. Oh man, um, <laughs> my, 
our mom did not like that I like heavy music and like loud aggressive music. Uh, she likes country and everything but what I like. Um, so one year for Halloween, my friend and I wanted to go as Guitar Hero characters. Um, and I was, <laughs> I'm really cool. Um, <laughs> And I was going to go with Axel Steel, and I needed, like, a band shirt, but um, no one had a band shirt, and Mom wouldn't let me buy one. So one day we were at um, the DI trying to find stuff for my costume, and there there was a Back in Black ACDC shirt. And I was, like, really hoping... I would, anytime I went shopping with Mom, I begged her for everything that we could find, and she never bought me anything. But then she bought me that shirt, and I was like, okay, sweet. So she let me wear it to Halloween, and I was like, cool, now I have a shirt uh, that I can wear. I can be like, oh, my, I, have a, I have a band shirt. It's super cool. Uh, but then after Halloween, Mom made me return it. <laughs> to the DI? Yeah. <laughs> she wouldn't let me keep the shirt. But why wouldn't she let you keep it? It's she just doesn't want me to. She didn't want me to have like any metal or rock shirts. I think she thought ACDC was like satanic. <laughs> Probably. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to be honest, they could be and I wouldn't know. I don't know. know. Well, they're just a bunch of Australian lads with a British singer now. Lads. Lads. (laughs) What was it that she said, though, about your music before she died? Uh, I don't know. I remember when she said, you guys should really think of adding some vocals, like some music to that, or lyrics or something. Yeah. And then you were like, oh, yeah, we're going to. And it's the, what do you call it? The very Death growls. Death growls. Yeah. She was like, oh. Isn't that nice? <laughs> Jason, will you do an example of a death growl? No, I can't do it on... I don't do it on command. Please. No, I don't do, do it on it. command. Do Why? I bet, I bet if you do it, the later Celine Dion will come. Maybe Celine oh, Dion will visit us. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of... <laughs> Jason oh. also, also loves Celine Dion, weirdly. <laughs> it, it just... We could all try it, and then you could tell us if we're right. Oh, yeah. <gasps> 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 It it's you have to go down. <gasps> cool. Super cool talents. Now, yeah, Jason does sing, sing a song that mom would like. No, I'm not. Voice. No. <laughs> Can you give me a little <laughs> bit of some? If you guys don't sing, I'm not going to just ground. sing. I'm not. I'm not a, a well, performing monkey. Well, we might not monkey. invite you back if you're not going to do that. Okay. Don't make me sing. <laughs> See, I'm not, I'm not don't the person. <laughs> I'm not the person that says don't make me sing because they want to sing. Though. You really don't want to sing. I don't sing. want to sing. Okay, fine. All right, I hear you. Um, is there anything else you want us to tell? Want to tell us about you, Jason? Uh oh. Um, I guess for context, I'm the other member of the family that's not going to church anymore. Right. Holla. So, <laughs> just that's where my opinions and viewpoints come from. I guess for context. Yeah, I'm so. sure we'll get into that at I a have. later time, but that is important to know. Yeah. I think I, just in our family dynamic. I have, I think, the longest hair in the family and a yeah. beard and tattoos. Jenny and you might have the same. I don't know. It's been forever since I've seen and it. So. My youngest boy, Noel, second youngest boy who has autism, doesn't remember his name. And <laughs> I said, What is, who is that? What's his name? And he said, Jesus. <laughs> so Jason looks like a Viking Jesus <laughs> with um, a cutie mark. A cutie mark is something that the My Little Ponies have. It's like their little marking. And when Jason came back with a tattoo on his calf, one of our nieces, I think it was one of Tracy's kids, yeah. was like, oh, I like your cutie mark. Yeah, I think it was mm, Rosie. Rosie. Rosie, yes. Yeah. Uh, it was Rosie. Yeah. And I remember right before I got that tattoo, I told mom that I was going to get that tattoo. Um, and she was like, okay. And then I sent her a picture of it before I got it. And she goes, can you get it without the scary hand? <laughs> 
Greetings, everybody. How was everyone's week? I think it was pretty good. We're, we're, it's, it's February, which is better than January. Better than January. I think that's the motto of February. February, at least it isn't January. <laughs> I hate January, though. I oh, January's the worst. It's, everything bleeds together at this point in my life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Does anyone have any highs and lows they'd like to share of the past week? My sweet little baby is eight weeks old, and he's still at Primary Children's. And in eight weeks is his due date. <laughs> uh, he had an esophageal atresia surgery. It's his second biggest surgery. He had it this last week where it's his esophagus was connected to his other part of his esophagus, I guess. And it went really well. So what did they connect it to? So his top part of his esophagus is like a little pouch. Well, it was like a little pouch. And then the bottom part was connected to his stomach, but they weren't connected to each other. There was a big gap in between. So also when he was born, his... That part of his esophagus that was connected to his stomach was a, was attached to his trachea, so air was filling his belly, and then the stomach acid was getting to his lungs. So that was when he was two days old. They said, "Okay, he has this. We need to life. Either you can life flight him, which may kill him. The surgery was mo- will most likely kill him, but if you don't, all you can do is make him comfortable till he passes." So they life flighted him. He made it through that. They did that surgery and. He made it through that first one, which is amazing, and now he weighs three pounds, three Yay! ounces. Oh, he's so he's more he's, he's so more than cute. double the size yeah, he was. Yeah, he started at one pound six ounces. He's got a big old beanie. Yeah, <laughs> so cute. Um, so a couple of days ago, they attached his esophagus to it together, and it went really well. There's a little bit of overlap in the attachment, so there wasn't there won't be a lot of tension as it heals, and someday he'll get to eat food. <laughs> That's, so, I think that's like the family high for the whole oh week. It was, it was so Definitely. exciting that he was doing well enough that they could do the surgery, but it's also so terrifying because he's still so tiny and he's just our little miracle. I mean, mm-hmm. he is a miracle. I think we should call him Michael. I like okay. it. Yeah. So Michael. Miracle Michael. Miracle Michael. Mm-hmm. Does anyone else have any highs this, from this week? I got Match paid. that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I got paid. Hey, payday hey, is yeah. always... My little other... Five-year-old, he took a nap yesterday. Oh, Woo! He only took a nap because he wore himself out for having a very long tantrum. And I'll take it. <laughs> Does anyone have any lows from the last week? Nope. We had an awesome week. You're flat tire. No lows. Oh, yeah, we had a flat tire yesterday. Ooh, those are awesome. We got ready to go to a junior jazz game, and the, the van tire was flat, and we were going to go to the hospital after that with all the kids and had to change the plan. So it turns out we needed four new tires. But it actually, I think, was a blessing because we, um, it happened on a day where we had a little bit of time to fix it and James could take care of all that. Well, he broke the tire iron. Was that what it's called? The, mm-hmm. lo- the thing? <laughs> Trying to get him off. So we had Stupid to... lug nut. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you yeah, mother. mother. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we finally got it off and it was like we got some credit for some tires. We got one free tire, all this stuff. So it wasn't as bad as it could have been. But like I'm in... I'm driving that nonstop all day, to, and I'm going back and forth to the hospital every day, so it could have happened at a much worse time. I think this is one of, like, this is case in point how Tracy is amazing, because Truly. if I had a flat tire, it would have been the end of the world, and everyone would have heard about it, <laughs> and I'd be podcasting about how it was the worst week of my life because I got a flat tire, and Tracy's like, well, at least it was on a Saturday, and now we have four new tires, and I wasn't going to the hospital. Like, that just sums up Tracy. Yeah, Tracy's yeah. son has major surgery on Friday. She has a blow-up for a tire gets four new tires on saturday and she's like it was it was a great week <laughs> yeah 
That sums it up. Uh, that's nice of you guys. It's laughing before you so you don't cry. That's what that's Tell them what, what, your, it is. what your hashtag is this oh, year. Oh, our hashtag for this year is wear a cup. <laughs> <laughs> They've had a lot of blows lately. Well, I got home from the hospital after my C-section. Well, first of all, baby got life lighted like two days before well, I was supposed your, to be. Your water breaking. You want to do this whole story? Yeah, now? let's do the story. Is that okay? I think it's important. if she wants to. Yeah. I mean, if you want me to. Yeah. Okay. So my water broke November thirtieth. I was twenty two weeks three days, and I thought uh, I would have to deliver, and I thought for sure you know he wouldn't make it, but they. We got there and they said they can keep me on bed rest at the hospital as long as they can. So they stopped labor, did everything they could, and I was on bed rest for 12 days at the hospital. So I could kind of sit up at a slight incline, or sit, but other than that, I had to be down unless... After a couple of days, I could take myself to the bathroom, and after a week, I got to shower. Woo! <laughs> anyway, then he came <clears throat> on December 11th, and he was kind of... Uh, his legs were kind of were out of me but I was only a three so I couldn't deliver him so I got I had an emergency c-section which was rough I don't want to do that ever again yeah that was rough um anyway so he that was on a Wednesday they life flighted him on a Friday and that night all these wonderful siblings busted me out of the hospital that was was like scary but also I felt like really pumped that we could do that that we were like no this is how it's gonna be get in the car we're racing down yeah Yeah, like everyone that was in town like jason and jason and kark came up (laughs) uh, but everyone was like go get tracy out how how can we help who's got the kids Ah!" Mm -hmm. it was awesome so my cute uh jared pretty much followed the helicopter up there and they said we didn't know when he would need the surgery how exactly how dire it was until i mean they did it bedside for him in that critical care room so by the time I got, you know, James, who's sometimes I call oh. him James, but his name is Jared. <laughs> I don't know why we have to give adults nicknames. It was just a joke. Okay. So you can do whatever you I want. don't know what his name is, but I love him. And he uh, called and said, basically, they're telling me he's most likely not going to make it through this. So then I said, okay, we need to go. And we told the nurses I'm leaving now. And so they discharged me really fast. Um, anyway, they did all that. And then, so I was home early really hurting and I was supposed to still be in the hospital but then three of the four kids at home got the stomach flu like a couple days after (laughs) and my poor husband was cleaning up so much throw up and they were and wait sorry this is the week before Christmas yeah but you know don't make fun of me but at least it wasn't on Christmas (laughs) yeah see (laughs) that's my job I'm the one that pukes on Christmas yeah yeah Jason pukes on Christmas (laughs) so anyway I was in a recliner in our little office because I because if you're once you've had that surgery you don't want to have to sit up and down it's just the worst so I couldn't even really get up and down in my chair and so he's like running around catching throw up cleaning up throwing up every time I had to get up he had to come help me (laughs) but another good thing we had while I was on bed rest some amazing people that are were it was a surprise to us they sent us a festival of tree tree and we don't know who they are, but it was like so amazing. And we so put, what that is is it's a Christmas tree that gets delivered to your house. It's fully decorated, and it's amazing. And it comes with all this other cool stuff. We had passes and ottomans and decorations and, yeah. and so many cool Hello. things. And the tree was the theme was hope, and we had put the tree in the office. And so while I was recovering, I had that tree right by me, and it was. 
beautiful and so cool. And it's still and there. And then her washer yet. broke. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's all right. <laughs> That's why it's hashtag wear a cup 2020. Because literally James, one day he Jared. was like... <laughs> The cover, his cover's blown. His cover's blown. He said, I'm just waiting for someone to come around the corner with a baseball bat and get me right in the nuts. <laughs> so we just said, So wear, wear a cup. cup. So now I'll text him and say, well, we need four new tires. Let's see. Wear a cup. So it's all good, though. We're good. Oh, man. Well, my low was like that I didn't go to the Brandy Carlisle concert. So I think you win. Why well, did you tell me? I have... Tickets to work, apparently. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I could have. Oh, well, that was my low of the week that I'm going to be regretting that I didn't go to the Brandy Carlisle concert. Well, this week uh, is Valentine's Day coming up this this Friday. Does anyone have any plans? Uh, I'm just going to call him James. He has said a couple days ago, oh, crap, I haven't even thought about Valentine's Day. So I've been warned. And so, no, I don't have plans or expectations, <laughs> and that's fine. <laughs> that's fair. We had to – I work on Friday night, so we just went out to dinner last night. We just celebrated a week early and had Mexican food, and it was the best. <laughs> we uh, – well, I took Mark – Bill – Mark <laughs> – okay, his name's Mark. My husband um, – <laughs> He's Three really, episodes in, we've yeah, already blown it. Right. He is really good at Valentine's Day. He proposed to me on Valentine's Day. It'll be nine years ago. Wow. I know. I so remember special. sitting through that awful movie to watch you get proposed to. Yeah. It was so special. I mean, it's a great movie now, but I was, what, how old would that 14. be? 14. 14, sitting through a rom-com <laughs> in a giant movie theater waiting for something to happen. <laughs> at the end, he proposed to me. It was really special. It was very special. So he's really good at getting flowers and chocolates and all kinds of yummy stuff. So this year, I um, booked us, you guys, a couple's massage. <laughs> oh. Oh, I know! I'm so excited. And she kept it a surprise a secret for like five whole minutes i think five minutes yeah. <laughs> i wrote it down on my thing and i was like asking them on the phone like can i print out something so i could surprise them on valentine's day because it's going to be the morning after valentine's day and they're like walking me through it all and then he came home from work and i was like guess what i did <laughs> great at keeping and secrets do you want me to tell you now or do you want me to wait till Valentine's Day? And he looks at me and he goes, whatever you want to do. I said, I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's how Clark is. Anytime, anytime Clark gets me anything for Christmas or for my birthday, she's so excited that she wants to tell me and I have to actively tell her, like, don't tell me if it's going to be a surprise. Um, she's gotten a lot better at it. But I, I, I think it was like a few years ago she got me something for my birthday and the day she bought it, which was like three months before it actually even happened, she was like, I got you this for your birthday. <laughs> I was like, sweet. I love it. I'll try to forget. Carl is like, he will... So last, like last night I was like, oh, I need to get my car washed. And he goes, well, you blew my surprise. And I was like, what are you talking about? And he was like, well, I was going to get your car washed and detailed for Valentine's day. And I was like, you could have just not said anything and then just like done it. And I would have been like, that's great. But now I know that that's going to happen. This week in pop culture, nothing super exciting happened, but the Oscars are tonight, and that is exciting. Oh my gosh, you have to follow Shawnee's Instagram. What are you, Shawnee, uh, Shawnee Kennington? Yep. Um, she does a uh, cap of her, of the red carpet looks, and it's my, I look it's forward to it. 
side splitting. It's yeah. Thank funny. you. Yeah. I'll put them on my highlights because they're not there yet. But for the major award shows, I will do like a fashion recap and like just let it be known that I'm doing this while I'm like wearing sweatpants with no makeup on, <laughs> um, you know, looking looking really good. So it's just a fun commentary. But you can follow me at Shawnee Kennington it's on Instagram. I wanted to talk about the Super Bowl halftime show. So the Super Bowl happened last week and we need to talk about the halftime show. It was awesome. I'm with I'm with Jason on this one. What do what great. do our sisters think of the Super Super Bowl halftime show? Too spicy. We turned it off. I walked in. I'd gone home from the hospital and I'd missed Shakira, and I, I saw about five seconds of J Lo, and I said, "Oh, we're turning this off." And I think some people in the room had wanted to, but didn't, and some people weren't sure. We hadn't really said anything. We were just watching it before you got there. No one said anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I walk in, and all four of my kids are in there, and I'm like, "Oh no, let's turn this off." And I don't know. I didn't really even see a lot of it, but. The parts I saw, I thought, we could do something else right now. I think it's a hard it's a hard balance to find because I think it's so empowering for these Latinx women to be able to uh, show their culture and show what they're really good at and really passionate about and to bring their culture into the Super Bowl. But I also understand that like there are little kids watching and maybe some of the stuff was pretty provocative. So I think it's kind of a hard line to... I mean, was it maybe provocative... Where was it provocative? My favorite part of the Super Bowl before we turned it off was when JLo came out and she turned around and I said, is it just me or does she look like she's wearing a pad with wings? It looked like she had a full maxi pad on under some tights. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was so distracting. I was like, I just... Always with wings. <laughs> yeah, it really did look like that. Um, I, just, I just feel like there are two sides to it and I kind of get both, but I'm on one. Um, I'm all about empowering women I definitely am I don't think it I think that when women are super sexualized there's a whole thing of like well they shouldn't be super sexualized because that's not how we should see them but if a girl wants to then that's okay because she's empowered to do so Mm -hmm. so which message are we sending do we want our kids to I'm saying like I don't want my girls to to see like um, like that that's the only thing that's I'm gonna be empowered just you know, this is how I can be empowered. I want them to be empowered, not I feel like by how the they problem. look like, or by how whatever. Like they, yes, she has, she can do that. She's very talented. That's great. I think anybody that's saying like, oh, it was just to be empowering and embrace a culture. I think like it's kind of a cop out because there's ways to do that in a more family, family friendly way. But for them, that's what they wanted to do to feel empowered. And I think that's important to to but, say like I mean, that but, for them, that was what was empowering for them. Yeah, but they're performing for, I mean, they, they know their audience. So like. But the audience isn't kids. It's not. It's, fan, it's, a, it's, the, no, it's, it's like the one, Bowl, no. it's the one the football game a, a year. Game. But it's not a kid's game. Okay, but you can't say, I mean, there's kids there. It's not like a secret, like a, oh, sorry, a couple of kids saw that. Yeah, yeah and and like I go in there and. I'm, I'm, I, what I'm saying is that you can't have it be like a Disney Production. I'm not asking no. for it to be a Disney production. I am. I want a Disney production. <laughs> that would be pretty interesting. I'm just saying she could have been. She very well could have been empowering and culturally, embrace you know embracing this culture in a very different way. To say like I think it's just ridiculous that people could say sorry this wasn't this big sexualized thing. She's on a freaking stripper pole. Yeah, but that's not an inherently sexualized thing. People think there is because there's a stripper a st- pole. That's not what it is. What is it? Pole dancing is an actual physical sport. Like, and yeah, that, that's is. something that you have to but be able where to, like... where do they perform that sport, Jason? 
a in lot front of audiences. There, not there are not, not there at are strip a lot clubs. Oh, where? What I'm saying is that there is a stigma that is trying to be broken that people think that stripper poles are just that, just stripper poles. But there are people, even one of my best friends is in a pole dancing class. It is not an overly sexualized thing, which is why they're trying to break said stigma. I have taken a pole dancing class. And it takes incredible muscle strength. Why didn't you videotape that? I have some videos. It's actually hysterical because I have no upper body strength whatsoever. Um... That's the thing. We, I, I'm going to do all that I can to put that on our Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a photo will happen. I'm sure I looked real good. I'm just, I just think like, I and just, to I, say it's a cultural thing, is the pole stripper or not a culture? It's, I just, I just think here's, like, here's give some, me a break. Say for what it is. Okay. It was the super sexy thing. Okay. And that's what, it, and it was not appropriate for children. Here's and the, if you think it was appropriate for you, that's great. It was not appropriate for my children. And I can decide that. And that's fine. The thing that's, that I think is important to, is this double standard that we have because was it last year that Maroon 5 was the Super yeah, Bowl halftime show? Yeah, Adam was not really wearing that He was like anyway. definitely half naked the entire time. But no, he but is half naked the entire thing. time and no, you didn't hear he anything had, about it. Well, but the part of him said, that was half naked isn't the part that I... If he would have come out wearing like a really like a uh, what what would he even call it like for a, a guy like a banana hammock, you know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like if he would have come out wearing that, you better as hell believe I would have been talking about that. That would have been so inappropriate. So I'll have it both ways. I think his show was super weird. When oh. he took his shirt off, I was like, "Geez, buddy, this is so weird." I don't Nobody think this wants is the that. First time this this is not the first time the Super Bowl has made me go, oh, "That's inappropriate." Well, so maybe maybe that should be your sign of every year. If you think every year is going to be inappropriate, don't have your kids watch it okay i think it might need to be because i've had some times where i'm like okay i'm just waiting for it to go south like how much and it usually is like okay they can watch a couple minutes and then it's like okay they're getting too far let's holding on off. holding on to this the side of the house I during a tornado like, <laughs> most of like i couldn't tell you the performers from the last years People i'm just that. saying That's i want my my girls role models to be the people that are um, the first female hired in this or look at this lady that got the Nobel Prize or look at this lady that, you know, beat all these odds and made it out of this hard family situation to get this education to help this person. That's why I want my girls to see strength from. Not that she's empowered by being dancing like this. I want my girls to see actual strong role models that are not in that way. And that's why like, okay, so this woman that, you know, in this culture has never gotten this award before. Awesome. Great. Put her forward to that. Use your brain, use your voice, use your mind, your imagination, your creativity to make the world a better place. That's the kind of people I want my girls to see. So when I see this, it's devaluing women, honestly. I, I get where you're coming from. I don't, I, I truly see where you're coming from. I just, I disagree in that I think that it was empowering and that's fine. I think we have to. Yeah, this I is mean, something we always have to, we'll disagree. We, yeah, we <laughs> will continue to disagree about this. We're not actually like fighting with each other. Yeah. It's truly a discussion we'll we're having. Talk. But I think Jason and I are kind of on one end of the spectrum mm-hmm. where I feel like it but was honestly, very empowering. But I think you don't agree with, disagree with what I say. I don't. No, I don't, I don't think that has I, it's, to be. It's, it's a prismatic effect of yeah. looking at certain things. And I completely understand that you don't want to have that as a certain thing. All right, well, we will be right back. Thanks for having this hard family discussion with us. We still love each other. We will be right back. Welcome back. We are excited that you're still here, if you're still here. (laughs) We wanted to talk about some pet peeves today. Yep. We have a lot of them. You know, I I realized, because I had to Google what 
some common ones were. And I realized that I actually do a lot of the things. That <laughs> <laughs> oh, you are the one that bothers everyone else. I don't try to, but I think that there are some things that I, that I do that I'm like, oh. Like what? what? I want to know. I, like, I'll say, tell you if they bother me too. Like say the word moist. That was like number two on most. Kark hates the word moist. <laughs> Jason's fiance, Kark hates it. Yes, yes, she does. You know, that actually brings us to a good topic. Are there any words that people hate? Like, do you have a least favorite word? I'm not saying mine because I hate Tracy it so much. hates the word teat. It's the worst, <laughs> right? It's the worst. It's so weird. Yeah, I don't no, like that's hilarious. I, don't really I like the hate worst. the word breast. <laughs> I like could die about it. And I also hate the word milk. Like the way the glottal stop like milk. So when someone says breast milk, I'm out of here. <laughs> they hate how I say warm. She says warm, like Margot from Fargo. I, say, I say, is warm. it warm in here? It's warm. <laughs> is it warm? Do you have any I words say that you warm. hate? Do I have words that I hate? Mm-hmm. Um, not off the top of my head. I hate the word no when it comes from my kids. <laughs> The only, the only word I hate is like, like crick. Oh, instead of creek? Yeah. yeah our dad says that. I said, but I think it's cute when dad says it. Well, yeah, Jason, but like, I, I have accidentally... a terrible creek in my neck. <laughs> <laughs> I still said crick. <laughs> but I said, I said crick once on accident and I wanted to throw myself off a bridge into a crick. Um, <laughs> not to be dramatic. <laughs> not to be dramatic or anything. Heaven but like, what else? Dad says roof. Roof, uh, Crick. Well, Grandpa used to say "wash" instead of "wash." He'd so be like, "He's gonna used, go wash." He also used to say the Home Depot. Yeah, the Home Depot. <laughs> oh, he's cute. The Home Depot. Um, I realized that most of my pet peeves, if not like probably ninety percent of them, are about driving. Yeah, yeah, I think that's where most pet peeves come from. Yeah, we spend a lot, so much time in our lives, like actually driving. Utah has notoriously bad drivers. Yeah. What? Why do you think that that is? Uh, is it the perpetual construction on I-15? Because that oh doesn't... I think it's because it's all about see? them. Everyone's just like, you know what? Where I'm going is the most important place. And Yeah. Did yeah. you guys see that meme that was floating around this week <laughs> yeah. about I-15? I've got to read it to you because I feel like it will make your lives so much happier. It made me laugh so hard. Treat yourself like I-15 and never stop working on yourself, <laughs> no matter how long it takes or how inconvenient it is for everyone else. <laughs> so good. So, so good. good. But I think, yeah. I've got a story. We were driving in the carpool lane in our minivan with all the kids, and this giant truck was like tailing us hardcore. And I was like, oh, no. And and James has gotten to be where he's like, I'm going to slow down. I'm going to slow down if they're going to tell me. He's a crotchety old that man. That is, is what old Kark man. does. Kark will mess but, with the people who are like super so, aggro on the road. And like, I'm like, I don't want to die. But like carpooling, he was going like a good five to seven over. And you just don't, you can't tail people in the carpool lane because it's not the fast lane. And you can't just get over anytime. Mm-hmm. And so I turned around and started waving at them like really big. <laughs> And they were kind of, and my kids were like, do we know them? And I said, no, I just wanted to say hi. So then they got out when it was time and were passing us. And I kept waving at them like really big. And they were kind of like older and just looked at me really confused. Like, do we know them? And then just passed us. But come on, don't tell people with the, like, especially if there's kids in the car. Come on, guys. Yeah, like big trucks in general, like 
it drives me crazy especially like when it snows i feel like big trucks feel like they're immune from like ice or rain or anything like that mm-hmm. and i'm like the rest of us are gonna slide all over the place you're gonna slide all <coughs> over the place you're putting everyone in danger mm-hmm. i hate it but i think my biggest driving pet peeve is when people just don't use their freaking blinkers it's not that hard That's yeah true. I had a car that didn't have a blinker for a while. <laughs> Did you drive a f- Model T Ford? <laughs> no, I think it, what, what happened, it was it was Mark's truck and like it had gone out, but we didn't know that it had gone out. And so I was using my blinker and people weren't letting me merge. And I was like, for the love. And then I realized that it was because it wasn't actually on when I was starting. <laughs> Great. And I felt super handicapped because I was like, people need to know. Here's Here's my thing about that. Maybe this is my therapist's perspective, but I often will, I will evaluate people's communication styles based on their driving. <laughs> like what? Okay. I've... So there's the four communication styles, passive, passive, aggressive, assertive, and aggressive, right? Okay. I didn't so know that, but. <laughs> okay. So there you go. There's your education of communication. So when you're driving, you can totally see in a super aggressive driver. So then I'm always like, oh, he's an aggressive person, right? And then you can see the poor passive person who's driving like 60 in the middle with both hands on 10 and 2. Like, I don't know how to make choices, right? Mm-hmm. And the passive aggressive that's like, their blinker's on for a really long time. And they keep looking over their shoulder and they're so nervous, right? <laughs> and then the assertive person who's like, blinker on, waits the appropriate time and goes. And if they're not going to let you in, they're going to be like, let me in. And then they give the wave. That's my other biggest yeah. pet peeve is when people don't wave. It's not yeah. that hard. I hate it. So you, when you let someone in, they've been waiting for like a long time and you're like, I am a good person and I have been in their shoes and I'm going to let them in. Or like, it, like if they're turning or merging and if you don't freaking wave at me. I yeah. over wave because I'm afraid they haven't seen me wave. <laughs> so if I'm like going at different angles, I wave and then I straighten out and wave again because I want them to know I appreciate them. And I wonder if they maybe didn't see my wave. I would appreciate if I saw an aggressive thank you wave. It's better than the no wave at all. And I just you think you're welcome, sir. The aggressive thank you wave is the finger. <laughs> our mom one yeah, time mom one time so she uh had some road rage sometimes the nicest woman you'll ever meet in the world never said anything bad about anyone but she had some road rage sometimes <laughs> and one time she just like stuck all of her fingers up in the air and just kind of like waved them around um i don't know how to describe <laughs> like it hand, like, like like a backhand, backhand. Yeah. yeah like open palm open back palm back out. of the hand out just like waved her hand at someone because she was like why did you do this and she came home and she was like telling me about it and then she goes oh no shawnee do you think they thought I was flipping them off with all of my fingers? <laughs> and I was like, no, mom. They didn't think that. I promise. If anything, they probably thought, what is she doing? Yeah, they probably just thought, wow, Avita, cool. I love your work. Oh, but yeah, non waivers, no blinkers, left lane loafers, people who are in the fast lane. Oh, yeah. And won't get out of the way. Yeah, those Attention. are people sometimes that I feel like are narcissists. Yeah. I also describe personality disorders. <laughs> Maybe we need to have like a, instead of like carpool karaoke, we'll have like a, like carpool with Lonnie to discuss. Like carpool cycle analysis of people driving and I could like, and I, how I diagnose them in my head. Sometimes when I diagnose them in my head, it makes me feel better because I'm like, oh, they're having a hard day because this problem happened. They because they're a narcissist. They no, can't help narcissist, it. I'm always like, get helped in my way. But yeah, no. I just cathartically swear at everyone I drive at. So. Oh, yeah, I'm absolutely the same way. Yeah. Car- well, I think instead of calling people like 
stupid heads, I'm gonna call them left lane loafers. A left yeah, lane loafer. Left that's lane a thing. Loafer. <laughs> Get out of my way, Get you left lane. <laughs> left lane loafer. You I gotta stop calling people you. stupid heads. Yeah. Tracy's biggest insult. She calls people calls people fart nuggets. Yeah. You know that's you're in my bad list. I call you a fart nugget. What <laughs> other pet peeves do you guys have? Um, okay, so mine is. It's kind of on the social emotional spectrum, as you can imagine, because we don't know what that is. I don't know how you would have. (laughs) I don't know how opinions about that. Okay, so one of my biggest pet peeves is when you go into a room or you come home or you're leaving and you don't say hello and goodbye. When people just like leave without saying like, "Hey, thanks for being here," or like they come in and they're like, "Hey, I'm home. How's it going?" Like, welcome people. Like. So maybe this is this this is how how it kind of plays out because like when you come home with your family like they just naturally do this but with my kids at school if I take them to school and I drop them off and their teacher doesn't greet them with like a warm face and like hey how's it going it's so nice to see you I'm like you're the meanest person ever like that's how I am in my head I want them to greet them and say hello and like when I drop them off for class at church I want them to greet them call them by name and say hello and welcome. I've never even thought about that. That I will say, I took my kids to a pediatrician that he wouldn't say like, okay, bye, see you next time. He would just kind of not talk and then just leave. And I'd be like, "Ah, I would be like, are are we done here? And so I'd kind of poke my head out like, are we done? Do you need us? And he got arrested for murdering his ex-wife. <gasps> Just saying. Right? I feel like this is indicative of like people that have empathy. People that care about you. Please don't go to that pediatrician. That's terrifying. No, we, we found someone new. People who don't say thank you and goodbye murder their spouses. I'm not saying that, but I really like it's important to me. Like the greeting thing is important to me. When you, like when we all come and find each other, we walk in there and we're like, hey, how's it going? How are you? And when we leave, we make sure that we all say goodbye and I think that's a big deal because it helps people feel like you want them to be there and that you're glad that they came yeah I can see that I can see that huge pet peeve um I don't have many pet well oh that is a lie no hang on hang on I don't think of them as pet peeves I've just learned I'm a very grumpy old man (laughs) for as young as young as I am um, one of the ones that I think about all the time is anytime I mention or play anything remotely heavy like heavy metal um, I'm on a Marth. Do, 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 no, do, that do. doesn't bug me. That's, I just think that's really funny, especially when you guys comment on my Facebook stuff and you're like, oh, this Led Zeppelin guy is amazing. So I'm like, all my friends are like, who are these people and why do they think Led Zeppelin's one guy? Because he is. <laughs> um, so He's that, probably my favorite Zeppelin. <laughs> you know, like Zinc, zinc Zeppelin, mm-hmm. Iron <laughs> Zeppelin. No. Oh, Led. No. <laughs> Dad joke. Um... <laughs> But it's when people hear anything that's not, like, melodic singing, and they're like, oh, this is Screamo. Because it's not. And I will have, like, hour, hour-long hour rants about why that is not Screamo. Screamo is a different kind of heavy metal entirely. So that's that's a That's a whole podcast episode you could do. I, that's actually a podcast I am working on, so. <laughs> we'll link to that later. <laughs> yeah. What else? Do you want me to tell you one night? Okay, so I had I had three days to think about this, and I wrote them down. So my other pet peeve is um, when people don't put dirty laundry in a laundry basket. Mm-hmm. I can't even like the very first fight that Mark and I ever had when we were married. He had it all in a pile, and it was in one part of the room, but it wasn't in a laundry basket. 
And I, I was so mad, and he, he could not understand. He was like, "But it, but, but it's all here. Like it's." it's I right. saw a thing for a basket that says "not dirty, but I don't want to hang it up." So at least could go in one thing. Yeah, well, that sounds bad. Yeah. When Brilliant. we first got married, Carl would leave socks everywhere. He'd just take them off around the house and just leave piles of socks. And I thought, this is. If this is how this it's is going to go, gonna yeah, this is not going to work out. <laughs> we had to have the conversation of, like, these go in the hamper or in the washer. Um, James would stop wherever he was. He'd come in the door, stop, like, in the middle of the doorway, and take his shoes off just a little bit so that he could double foot jump out of them. And if he could do that without tripping, it was like, yes. But then, like, a game he played, but then he would just leave him there, so I'd always trip over him. And so I was like, babe, I, I applaud your plyometrics, but you got to move your shoes. So. I hate... When I'm with my girlfriend somewhere or my sister somewhere and someone comes up and is like, hey, ladies, I hate being referred to in a group of women as ladies. I feel like it is so condescending and so rude. Do not come up to me. Hey, ladies, I want him to call you. Just like, hey, is fine. Hey, human being. No, just like, hey, how are you? What about hey, ladies? Hey, girl. What's up, y'all? Hey, girl. What hey. if they said, hey, ladies? I even worse. Even worse. I hate being referred to as ladies. And that brings me to another point that has nothing to do with this, but something that drives me crazy um, is whenever I will say something like, Oh, my stomach hurts or I'm nauseous is everyone around me assuming that I'm pregnant at any time uh, because I am in the range of years in my life where I could be pregnant. That does not mean that I am pregnant with every Every sniffle I have, every nauseating moment I have does not mean I'm pregnant. So stop assuming it. And also, don't ask because if I was, do you think I'm going to tell you right then? Yeah. <laughs> That's so true. Sometimes once, you're like, why would, why would I tell you if I was? I once had a boss that asked me, like, I called in sick one day and they asked if I had morning sickness. Uh. And I didn't really know what that was. So I was like, yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's morning and I don't feel good. Yeah, I was like, it's the morning and I'm, it's awful. I threw up. And they were like, okay, we'll see you tomorrow. And, and I Googled it. a liar. I Googled it and I was like, oh, no. No, Jason's not pregnant. Um, I hate it when people stand too close to you in the line at the grocery store. I'm always oh. afraid they're going to clip my Achilles tendon with yes. their shopping cart. When I am no, loading, please don't touch my Achilles tendon. When yeah. I am loading my groceries, give me my space. Also, like when you're ready to pay and they stand like shoulder to shoulder, like I can't make the cashier process go any faster. And then I'm like trying to hurry and put stuff back in my wallet. Like I'm sorry, I'm trying to get out of your way. Ooh, I just yeah. think, give me some space, guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Um, I, <laughs> uh, Kark and I went out to the bars with our friends this last week, and. I, I had totally forgotten this was a huge pet peeve of mine. Uh, I hate when people stand in an area that, like, clogs the flow of foot traffic. <laughs> um, like, we were at a very specific bar where, like, it was just standing room only to try to get to the bar to order a drink. And there was a table really close where everyone was just around it, and they were talking so, so loud. And I couldn't move. They were all touching me. I was freaking out. I couldn't get to the front, order a drink. So I was separated from Kark and her friends. And I was just standing there. I I learned all about this guy's new Nissan that he bought. And (laughs) all these things. And I was just fuming. So I got uh, someone handed me a drink. And I just booked it out. And I I just stood in the corner and was very grumpy. Um, But that also leads me to another thing. I am a grumpy old man. That's true. But I don't like when people 
ask or tell me I'm grumpy because that makes me <laughs> grumpy. <laughs> yep. I get that a lot. And He's a Leo. <laughs> I don't I don't like when people are like, "Hey, why are you grumpy?" because I don't usually feel grumpy. But when someone asks if I'm grumpy, I am now grumpy. I get that. What I guess. if they're trying to help you feel better? Well, it didn't Not it didn't help. <laughs> All right. So that's me. Any more pet peeves anyone can think of? Uh, I have got one more. So I really get annoyed when there's not an electrical outlet where I want to put, like, the thing that I need to do. Like, so, like, I have a Bosch. I really like to bake. And there's not an electrical outlet on both sides of the island in my kitchen. And it drives me crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that I, that happened to me in my old in our old house. I just thought, you couldn't have put an outlet on this side, builders? Really? Yeah. And apparently um, it's an upgrade. To put another outlet? Yeah, to put another outlet. It's probably another ten grand. Yeah, that'll be $10,000 to put this wire over there. Yeah. <laughs> I hate when people tell me about their dreams. Really? What? I I'm going to do that so much. I hate Wait, it. do you mean like sleeping dreams or like aspirations? Oh, sleeping dreams, oh. not aspirations. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> I was like, that's so mean. No, sorry, sleeping dreams. I want to hear all about your hopes and dreams in life, your aspirations, but I don't want to hear like... We all looked at you like, you're a monster. <laughs> no, but I don't want to hear like, I had a dream last night that I was in a shark cage underwater and then Sebastian from The Little Mermaid came up and then my boss was there. Like, I, I don't care. I call you every morning with a voicemail <laughs> of what I dreamed last night. I will delete those immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Drives me crazy, especially when it's like... Someone you don't know very well, a coworker or something that's like, hey, you were in my dream last night. I'm like, it's freaking weird, dude. Like, why am I in your subconscious? I don't want to know. I do not want to know what happened. I, it, my biggest pet peeve is when people are inconsiderate of each other. And I'll, also, I think, like, another thing is I think people just need to chill out. And it kind of bugs me when people are, <laughs> this is not on you. Well, it sounds like it because I just, you just talked about this. But, like, when everyone's so high strung... And just like, like, just chill out. Give people the benefit of the doubt. And you but just, don't tell me about your dreams. Unless it's that. <laughs> I'll kill you. I don't know. I just don't like when people are inconsiderate of other people. Like, be aware of what's going on around you. <coughs> and, you know, just be a nice person. I like that. Okay, so I'm at the store and I'm so tired and my cart is kind of in the way. This happened twice. And people stood there and didn't say a word. They needed to get by. They didn't say a word, and it scared me. And then they looked Wait, at me. So I'm, are? like, in an aisle in the grocery store. Like, like looking at cereal stuff. Or yeah, okay. something. And they and I'm, like, just enough in the aisle that they can't get by. Oh, okay. And, and they just are standing there staring at you? They're just standing there. My back is to them, and i like, how am I supposed to know you're there? <laughs> so then I turn around, and I'm like, oh, sorry, didn't see you. And then they just kind of, like, give you, like, a glare, like, oh, that's okay. You're the, just the rudest person in the world. And I'm like, just say, excuse hey, me, please. excuse me. Yeah. I'm like I thinking, I am running on no sleep. I'm driving, like, to the NICU every day. Like, I'm just in a fog. And, like, yeah. just say, excuse me. Do you want to, I just want to say to people sometimes, use your yes. words. <laughs> I had this lady... So at work, I have to take an elevator up every day from our parking situation, which is another situation. <laughs> a whole other can of beef or I got whatever. another parking annoyance, too. Keep going. But I, this lady, it was just me on the elevator, and there was a lady, like, coming that was probably, like, 20 feet behind me. So I held the elevator for her. That's nice. Right? Because, yeah. like, and she goes, I could have waited for the next one. Oh, my gosh. <gasps> No. <laughs> 
next it. one. And I literally was just like, Dude, nice coat. You- Merry Christmas to you, too. <laughs> you're beautiful. Will you marry me? I you're the you. worst. <laughs> That's when you just really want to, like, let the doors shut and then, like, have a really big fart. Yeah, and just be like, you're trapped now, sucker. <laughs> but then I had to, like, ride four floors up with this lady that I just thought, well, you're the rudest person I've ever known. You want to be like, have you had your coffee? Yeah, Do truly. Some? Do you need some? Um, so I also parking, we were at leaving the hospital and, um, we're behind this car trying to wait for our turn to pull out forever. And we're like, okay, what's this person doing? They're waiting for someone to back up mm-hmm. and pull out, which is fine. Mm-hmm. We seriously waited for like a very un, what's the word? Ungodly. <laughs> like, like unreasonable amount of time. You know, like you can see if some, you know, so they pull in and, Two cars up on the other side, there's like two or three open spots. But this was like just a little one. bit. And we were like, so I just started laughing and, and my, what's his name? Jared. Jared, who's so patient, was just like, are you kidding me right now? And I was just like, you know what? Bring it on. Because <laughs> really? Really? Yeah, I hate that when people have to get like the closest parking spot. I'm like, you're fine. Like you can walk two I more think spots. And it really, you know, it didn't, it was not any closer. I mean, you're at a hospital, so you think, yeah, they want a close spot, but it was not like going to get them any closer. Well, thank you for joining us on this week's Sure Do Love You podcast. Be sure to give us a follow on Instagram at Sure Do Love You pod. Uh, we would love to hear about some of your pet peeves and what drives you crazy and what you thought of the Super Bowl halftime show. You can also email us questions or ideas for future podcasts at sure do love you pod at gmail.com. And thanks for joining us. Sure do.